Yes, and we are back. Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of What the Fuck Are They Talking About? Uh, joining me tonight, as always, is the wonderful and lovely JD himself, the Media Jack. How you doing, Eli? I am having a fucking horrible goddamn day. <laughs> I should not be touching anything. Well, yeah, let's explain the situation. For the past couple of episodes, we've been running it from my place, and uh, um, it, it's been working out so far. It just so happens that today is a very unique situation because um, I was called in to uh, work the day job, which is, as you can see in my background, I work at a radio station, a real-life legitimate radio station. And so, um, like, not one to hinder a, uh, a schedule um, here we are. You are now running the stream through all your technology, and uh, we're, we're running through this through uh, my studio and my phone, just kind of making it work as it as it goes. Um, but uh, I got to say, um, if I could have this as my regular setup, I would, and especially if I could use this microphone because it would sound a hell of a lot better. But hey, oh yeah, that's a that's a beautiful setup that you got there. I mean, when uh, when I get a chance to see you. Uh... Uh, live on Facebook, which people can go and check out. I believe it's Saturday mornings is the uh, the time. Yeah, Saturday so, mornings so, usually for me. <laughs> Saturday mornings usually around ten o'clock Pacific Standard Time is when it happens. Um, it's it's not as consistent as I want it to be, but it is consistent enough. And yeah, you get to uh, just do my regular job and uh, and you know, have a fun have a have a blast with. It, it is actually. Um, because, I mean, you get uh, that behind-the-scenes look. And once upon a time, I used to uh, work at a Telesat place. Um, and uh, they have monitors everywhere. Um, you're getting all the feeds from, like, CBC and local news feeds and just all the stuff that's, you know, when the it's not live but the camera's on. And you're seeing newscasters picking their nose and, like, someone's farting or you're seeing someone getting makeup on or it's just just some fucking crazy shit that you see behind the scenes. And so that's why I think people, uh, I mean, they won't see that when they see it with you, but they still get the chance to see the behind the scenes of uh, what goes on in an actual radio studio. Yeah. But enough about me. Let's talk about the insanity that's been happening. So where do we begin? <laughs> You want to talk about the uh, the controversy around uh, Volkswagen and uh, the monkeys that they were trying to subject to exhaust fumes? Sure. <laughs> it's not often I get to drop that on you. Eh? Some, no. Something new that's like right in the realm. That... Although not outside the realm of possibility for uh, Volkswagen to be doing this. We are just testing out the uh, emissions. Do not worry. <laughs> Ah, the yeah. monkeys, they'll be fine. Look, we've, <laughs> we've taught them how to go step right into a vehicle. Um, just, just to make sure, you can still hear me clearly, right? Because for some reason, the microphone just got really mm -hmm. quiet on your It nope. might have been my phone. I'm just checking. But... It's possible. Um, I have my system set up to uh, disregard all that voice attenuation and other bullshit that affects audio oh, and okay. drives me nuts. Oh, what okay, I'd give well, for the microphone that you have instead of this fucking rock band well, microphone. Unfortunately, this is, not, this is currently not hooked up to what we, you and I are doing. So, no, uh, no. A couple of years ago, Volkswagen got busted for uh, cheating at air emissions tests for their vehicle. Um, what <laughs> the Germans are the purest on the market. <laughs> yeah. 
what they did was they installed microchips into their into their cars, uh, diesel cars, and um, what it was what was going on was when the car sensed that it was being test, tested for an emissions test, the chip would kick in and it would make the car run as in, as efficiently as possible, and then once the test was over, the chip would kick out and then the car would run as it usually would run. The, the, now, that's cheating because you can't do that, especially for something like an emissions test. And how badly was it cheating? It was cheating so bad that the difference between the chip running and the chip not running was about a 40 times the amount carbon difference. Sweet so we're, we're Jesus. Talk, we're, talking about the difference between, we're talking about the difference between like a polite fart in a public area and a sloppy mess at your grandmother's house. Like, it is that much of a drastic difference. It was utterly insane. So, Volkswagen uh, got hit with a massive fine because of it. And um, they were doing their best to try to prove that with their, their carbon emissions uh, for the diesel vehicles weren't as bad as they were kind of trying to put out there. And so, they sent all this funding as well as uh, funding from two other car companies, one of them being Rolls-Royce, I believe, and um, sent it to this uh, research facility to do these testings on emission, to which they took 10 monkeys, locked them in airtight rooms, and subjected them to minute, minute amount of exhaust from two different vehicles, an older Ford and a newer Volkswagen. Um, now, monkeys from uh, keep these monkeys from uh, freaking out. Uh, they uh, they um, relax the monkeys by letting them watch cartoons. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's how you kill Eli right there. <laughs> that was like someone telling a joke right as you're taking a drink, and then you'd yeah, struggle exactly. not to fucking. Just lose it. Yeah. So uh, these tests actually happened. And, of course, when the test became public, um, Volkswagen, like, backed down severely. said, how? No, we would never be a part of this. We would never even fathom this. And and we heard that the test was actually going to be subjected to humans. And it it makes you kind of scratch your head. Like, wait, are you saying this German automotive company was actually against these tests where they send humans into a gas chamber? We are learning. We are growing as a people. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's happened. Like, Volkswagen is is under s- severe scrutiny and getting uh, flack and, and just massive bad opti- optics. And it's it's kind of insane. Like, I always thought Volkswagen was a, a reasonable, uh, safe uh reliable company but holy crap like the the amount of bs that has come from that factory alone is just (laughs) disgusting it truly is a special level of uh well no i guess it's not really for the germans (laughs) (laughs) can't really sneak anything past them yeah when i make my jokes about uh you know hitting rock bottom and i'm down there grinding away because I'm trying to find the Nazis. They've fucking dug it to a whole new level. Yeah, they're, they're never coming out of that. Yeah, no. I'm digging because all I can hear beneath me is, 
Dig deeper. Dig deeper. Find your way into the viewer's asshole. <laughs> so anyway, that that was that was uh, my highlight uh, story for uh, the past couple of days. What you got going on? Okay, uh, so um, this one actually I find really interesting. Um, so what it is is uh, volumetric images, which is it's different than um, uh, what do you call it? Holograms. Right, because uh, where we have holograms and it's uh, it depends on your perspective, um, you know, like hologram baseball cards. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think I still have some old baseball cards locked away in my closet. A few of them are probably holographic. Right, and it just has that kind of like look like a three D image when you look at it, but only from certain angles. Right, you couldn't yeah, you gotta flip it. Move the card slowly one side to the other. Yeah, yeah, because you can't just, like, hold it up, and then, you know, everyone who's standing in a circle can see the same thing from a different angle. No, it, that's that's a holographic image. A volumetric image is, like, the um, help me, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. That's a volumetric it image. It had something like that, where it was the arcade system, it was, it was like a, just a, like a, almost like a tabletop, but you actually had to look in through that tabletop and it was a video game it was kind of like oh uh, uh that was the uh nintendo vr headset uh, it predated that predated that anyway, even oh damn regardless i do know of the uh the technology or at least the image that you're talking about okay all right so uh so essentially um what they're trying to do is uh they're trying to make uh, the tony stark iron man interactive display that he's got there like you know when he's in his suit and you can see that that overlay of his face yeah they're trying to make that so that that's how you can start to uh to do uh hud displays for uh military and things like that um but also taking it a step further then they can hopefully create essentially the uh the star wars communication thing which always fucking confused me. If you can fucking travel through hyperspace, how the fuck is your video quality so goddamn shitty? <laughs> Somebody fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That'd be kind of cool to see. Can you hold on a sec? Sure. This, is, this is probably, you know, just hold on a sec. I'm getting a call and I gotta take it. So, just check this out, okay? Behind the scenes. Hi, the drive. No, it's JD. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> okay. Good. You're like a little late, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you want to do that quickly? All right. Um... I'm doing two things at once here, so this is going to work, right? No, I'm talking to the other guy. Yeah, sure, I guess. Okay, sure. All right, so um, another another quick behind-the-scenes thing. So let's let's go with this. All right, so it took a little while to get a hold of you, but uh, finally you've answered your phone, and I uh, got Chris on the line from uh, – you, you're, working, you're working at one of the mills, right? Yes, you are. And uh, you are the next contestant. You are the current champion for Coog Sports Picks, and you have yourself the $20 gift certificate. You got to get the 30 and you're lucky I was holding out <laughs> because 
I was about ready to go and try to find someone else. But you did finally call, and uh, you are up to uh, $20. You got to get to 30 right? Okay. Which is which is on the line right now. Now, three sporting events, random sporting events. You got to pick the best winner. You got to pick the winner out of these three random sporting events. All right, so first we have NBA, the Phoenix Suns versus the Memphis Grizzlies. They are playing in Memphis. Grizz. Second, we have uh, the uh, North Ireland Premier Soccer League because it's very slow in sports right now. Very slow in sports right now. Uh, we have Cliftonville versus Glenavon. Uh, that would be Glenavon. <laughs> Cliftonville? Okay. And finally, in NCAAM, that is the football of the uh, university college type. We have the Battle of Kansas. Kansas Jayhawks versus Kansas City State Wildcats. Wildcats. Just because they sound fierce? <laughs> All right. It got you in for the Memphis Grizzlies, the Cliftonville team, as well as the Wildcats. Again, this is for $30 worth of gift certificates from Cheats and Auto Parts. And with any luck, we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. Bye. Uh, so, that is how you run a contest. What I've done is I've uh, recorded the entire conversation. Now i got to edit out it, the, the small bits here and there and then uh, go from there. But, hey, you know what? Might as well work one broadcast into another, right? Mazel tov. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, you know, when you got nothing else to do, Mazel tov. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm still working on my old Jewish man. He always ends up going Russian for some reason. Or Ukrainian? Eh. Ukrainian? Ah, whatever. I think Eastern uh, European. Eastern European, yeah. I know it's not Russian, the voice that I'm doing. Um, the, uh, the the very very strong uh, the you might think it's Russian but uh, no is a little bit too um, guttural and tonguey. <laughs> Everything comes from back of throat. Exactly. Okay, so what were we talking about? I'm sorry, I completely lost track. I got busy with my one job here. This is this is what multitasking is all about. And you know what? That's your actual paid job so yeah uh anyways um so uh byu uh that's the name of the university there the initials of it what the fuck is it called jesus that's all they call it byu byu electrical and computer engineering professor and holograph uh holography expert daniel smalley as fuck you what place is it yeah anyways (laughs) So essentially, they're trying to make uh, Star Wars um, holograms, cool. and uh, and it's so that you know, and if uh, there's five of us standing around it, you know, the person who's standing behind the hologram is going to see the back of the person, you know, that kind of thing, right? There's going to be that to it. I don't, and there's something that's always fucking confused me with like um, like Star Treks and the other ones where they uh, they do like a holographic projection into a room 
how in the flying fuck is that thing? Like, you don't see the entire room in front of you. So how the fuck do you know to turn around or talk to the person behind you or looking at some of that shit just doesn't add up. I want my virtual fiction non-reality to be as realistic as goddamn possible. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're kind of sort of talking along the same lines as what they got going on for like uh, the Mass Effect video game where you have hard physical uh, uh, projections, right? Um, interactive uh, console that uh, Commander Shepard has. Um, I'm also trying to think like other tactile responses. Mm. Yeah. Like Iron Man in uh, Avengers Age of Ultron where you actually have the the two, you have Ultron and you have uh, Jeeves or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, But you have their uh, mental representations side by side. So Mm -hmm. to have that type of hologram where not only is it multi-dimensional, but it's also it's fluid and it's moving and interact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a great age that we're moving into. I if think I, that'd be kind of neat. Mm-hmm. I think if we can, I would love to take it a step further and get replicators. Right, Star Trek replicators. If we could fucking make a replicator. Then goddamn, all of our issues are gone. All that becomes a matter is, can you generate enough electricity? Well, essentially, replicators would be based off of uh, protein and carbon. From what I understand of the Star Trek ones, they operate on the same principles as both the holodeck and the transporters. But you would still need some sort of energy source to create something because you can't create something out of nothing. Yeah, they're using the uh, matter-antimatter reaction to convert energy into the molecules that would become a chicken pot pie. Well, now you're making me hungry. Right? As soon as I said that, I was like, oh, you bastard, why? (laughs) (laughs) I'm stuck at work at a radio station and you bring up chicken pot pie. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, food. I love it. But anyways, Mm. uh, keeping on the topic of space, uh, Mad Mike Hughes has set a new date for the uh, Flat Earth rocket launch. Oh. Oh, yeah. This jackass. Now, (laughs) first question. First question is, did he actually get clearance to have a, a, a vehicle of flight reach a certain altitude? Because... Like, that's something that he was lacking. Uh, as I understand it, he's looking to go to a ghost town named Amboy in California. That doesn't answer my question. Just, there's no indication that he's got permission to do so, but I would imagine that if he's stating this, it's kind of like, well, you don't really have any right to be pissed off if you get caught. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, yeah. just want to let everyone know at Friday at this uh, time, this date, these GPS coordinates, I will be launching a rocket. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to determine whether or not the Earth is flat, which it's, it's not. The Earth is not flat. It would be impossible. 
The Earth is not flat. It is not sitting on the back of a giant space turtle. It is not a part of a matrix of other planets that are all a part of a sphere that is nothing more than a marble in a giant's hands. <laughs> there is other life out there because it's mathematically and theoretically impossible for us to be the only thing living. It's just we haven't reached them or they haven't reached us. However, oh, I will right. propose that if the multiverse theory is true, then there must be a universe in which we are the only intelligent beings. Yeah, maybe. Now, the odds of us being that, because out of all the possible universes, that is, you know, 0.000 times 10 to the power of negative 10 million. Uh, It's fucking, it's the odds of that happening out of all the possibilities, even though the possibilities are infinite, yada, yada, yada. It's very, very slim. There's got to be life out there. I, I agree. I agree. There's actually there's a there's a phenomenal uh, documentary called um, uh, Mars: The Lightning Scarred Planet. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Um, it it proposes the best explanation for what happened to Mars in the past. Uh, they don't make any assumptions, and they use real-world examples to prove their uh, their hypotheses. Um, and it's it's fucking it's mind-boggling when it when you see it in actual real life. Well, not in real life, but when you see in actual what it does, mind-blowing. So uh, so there's this um, the theory goes as they put it: um, Mars suffered a massive electrical discharge. And this okay. discharge lifted all the dirt and rocks and anything that was loose and could come up, lifted up. And then um, the, uh, the lighter materials uh, went to the, uh, the north and the, the denser materials went to the south. And that's, if you look at a topographical map of, uh, of Mars, um, the heights are, it's, it's really, really uh, high on the, uh, the southern hemisphere and uh, really you know, deep. Um, on the northern. Uh, and then uh, going further into uh, proof of this is um, there's a place called Mons, Mons Planitia. Hmm. Uh, it's, it's the highest mountain range. It it's makes fucking Everest look like an anthill. Okay. Right. And, um, and it's like the size of Australia. Nah, it's too big of an example. But you, you get the idea. It's, it's a fucking massive, high plateau. Uh, and there's um, these, uh, these circles that have... Uh, they think it's impact craters, right? And, and granted, it does kind of look like impact craters. Okay. Um, but uh, there's one, one impact crater directly on the, the rim of a bigger impact crater that... They can't account for it. Geologically, it, they say it can't have... It wouldn't look like that. The impact from it yeah. would have shattered the, the bigger ring more so. Um, but anyways, uh, if it was an electrical discharge, uh, then it would prove it. Uh, that uh, it, the, uh, the lightning would arc at one point and burn that, that hole out. And so they showed it. They took a... Um, 
don't know what the hell to call it, Van Nuys probe. Whatever it is. Uh, think of like a little Tesla steel ball, steel rod. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Like a cattle prod? Yeah. And, um, oh, shit. Uh, holy fuck. I just had a, a mental lacmagantique. What? That train I was on just fucking derailed and blew up. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I was talking about. Okay, so the, the giant crater sphere on uh, right. the face of Mars. Yes. <laughs> right, okay, so um, so then they took uh, some, um, uh, what the, the, the material of Mars is, um, and then uh, put a discharge into it, and it starts carving out this fucking massive ring and then all of a sudden it fucking burns a big hole out off in the middle of nowhere and then it jumps back in and it starts building it out further and further and further until it finally hits that point again and it stops and it is almost a perfect uh, uh, replica of of the Mons Planitia really yeah it, it blew me away uh, and then they try and uh, they go into it a little bit further with the um, uh, the impact craters, uh, the rings, um, uh, the way that they're they're shaped. Um, mm-hmm. It's not how impact craters uh, on like uh, the moon look. Right, these ones have more scalloped edges to them. Right? And it uh, it um, when you see the electrical burn in their example, it. Again, it's it's fucking identical. The the arcs, the way it looks, it's they even do an overlay at one point and just because it's it's a perfect example and it's amazing to me that they I think they fucking nailed it that it was a massive electrical discharge. They never speculate though on what caused the massive uh, electrical discharge. I have two theories. Okay, go for it. One is. Um, the asteroid belt, that planet blew up, and a big-ass fucking chunk of it was just like, you know, here's Mars, and here's the asteroid, and and just went right by it, right? Like, I'm talking, it's burning through the atmosphere. That's how fucking close it got. Um, and uh, the the friction between the two, the, the, the gravity fields, yada, 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 I don't know exactly what, but... Um, that resulted in a massive electrical discharge that just surrounded the entire planet. That's theory one. Theory two is... Uh, ooh, actually, you know what? I'll even say that the piece that went past is Nibiru. <laughs> no, I'm just... Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, so the other one is that there was uh, an alien race on Mars, and uh, they were experimenting with antimatter. Had an antimatter explosion, resulted in massive electrical discharge, carrying on okay that, that's a bit of a stretch but sure <laughs> well I'll, I'll, I mean, by, all, by all rights they're all it's all stretch right yeah, even, yeah. even the possibility that there's I mean, life yeah. out there that's, that's that's definitely a theory i'll give you that like, i'd be interested to see photos of this uh this impact on the, the face of mars because you have me intrigued uh all right yeah. Let's see here. Uh, I can look it up later if it's just complicated. Mars the electric scared planet. 
Utopia of Lunisha? That's largest plane within Utopia. Fuck. Do you think uh, Elon Musk will actually uh, be able to get uh, some sort of colony or research facility on Mars at some point in time? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Actually, uh, (laughs) for... Before I went into radiation safety, um, my high school marks, not so good. Uh, didn't okay. didn't really do much in, in school. Uh, I'm smart, which really pissed off my parents and the teachers, um, but it wasn't cool to be smart. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, so uh, I had to take this follow-up course um, through uh, ACE Online. And uh, to do the physics course, I I don't know why. I just fucking slacked off. I had three months to do it, and I waited until I had three fucking weeks. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, so I had to go through fucking, was it four different courses of, like, physics and whatnot. And uh, I love pressure sometimes. I just fucking hammered my ass through it, came out with a 94%. And the final Damn. question, <laughs> hence the reason the teachers and everyone is always pissed off because I didn't ever apply myself. What the fuck could I do if I actually applied myself? Mm. Uh, anyways, um, uh, the question was, uh, how would you get a ship to? Uh, uh, yeah, just how would you get a ship to Mars? Right, and so I broke it down. Like, you know, if. Uh, if you added more people, you needed more uh, food, and needed more water and supplies and, and all of that. So that needed more fuel, which means you needed a bigger tank, which added more weight, so you needed more fuel. So there was this whole big game of, of just balancing everything out until I finally yeah. decided, wait, this is never going to fucking work. The only way that this would work is if you built everything up in space because the reason it takes so much fucking fuel is because you got to get out of gravity, Earth's gravity. Once you're up there, yeah. you got you got nothing. Like it's fucking, you can just go to Zero town. Resistance. Zero resistance. Something, yeah. Something in space. If it's once it's moving, it stays moving until it stops. Exactly right. So build the ship up there, and then take off from there. Right. Um, and then if you uh, let's say whether you wanted to go that route or go the original route, how do you slow down when you get there? Right. Let's find a way to cons- uh, conserve fuel. Let's use the uh, the moons of Mars and set it up so that uh, you essentially come in uh, and just just scoot over top of it and let its gravity pull you down and slow you, right? And just keep altering your trajectory to just keep going around and not do. I guess doing the reverse of a slingshot, using using that little bit of gravity to just slow you down, right? So you just so, need to make minor corrections. Scrubbing, uh, uh, scrubbing fuel or scrubbing momentum where you're using friction yeah. to slow yourself down gravity yeah 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 and then just just using that and then just slight minor corrections here and there and and you know there you go you don't got to worry about anything you could you, i mean it might take an hour because you got to go flying around all it's probably going to take longer than an hour but <laughs> go flying around all the damn <laughs> moons and and then 
position yourself so you're going to come in and um, uh, fly up to the space station that would be there at Mars at that time. Right? And I'm thinking years in the future. Right? And, and that way you can conserve fuel until we finally find a fuel system that would allow us to get out of our solar system, where Voyager 1 is now. I'm so just... this, this was a question on a test? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was meant to be that intense, but that's me. <laughs> I smoke a bowl and I actually get into something, I fucking get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, um, I, I, I figured that's that's... It's not outside the realm of possibility that Elon Musk is going to have that because they just did their other test uh, with the heavy rocket just recently. Yeah. So and they're and they're so far I think they're on par. I don't think they've they've lost any rockets. So well, <laughs> kudos. <laughs> well, not recently, but uh, they have lost rockets before. In fact, like Elon Musk has uh, put up a video on YouTube of. Uh, like the highlights of rocket testing and the failures of that. And he, uh, he, he put a wonderful, beautiful musical soundtrack to it, as well as some commentary on, alongside of it. I mean, they have lost rocket, but um, did you, did you see the most recent uh, uh, posts and information and news from Elon Musk? Possibly. Uh, you know, his, uh, his company that he invented, the boring company, B O R I N G. Uh, it was invented so that he can actually try to bore, uh, tunnels, uh, to create a expressway, um, to Morlockville. I, I don't know, maybe. Um, but he, he created this company, uh, to, with giant boring machines to go through, and uh, and uh, to clear rock so that he can create this uh, new um, mode of transportation. <laughs> what? Yeah. Sorry, I just I remembered reading about this. Yeah, the fucking tunnel boring machine, and then his uh, fucking hyperloop. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, his boring company has uh, just released a new product today. And uh, so far has uh, sold pre-orders for um, know, well over 5,000 units of this brand new product from, again, this boring company. Do you want to take any shots in the dark as to what this product is that the public is so insane over? Hover cars. No, not hover cars. Sex bots. No, not sex bots. <laughs> You got me. Those are my go-tos. <laughs> Spaceballs, the coloring book. Spaceballs, the lunchbox. Spaceballs, the flamethrower. Exactly. The kids he love this one. Has his, his boring company, again, a company made to bore tunnels through the ground, has released their first official flamethrower. Which is a perfectly legal uh, uh, toy, if you want to call it that. It's not classified as a weapon because the flame doesn't exceed 10 feet. Oh, fuck! 
<laughs> so you're saying I could just be walking around with a fucking hairspray can and As long as the flame doesn't exceed 10 feet. Jesus. <laughs> so if, yeah, if you go online to uh, the Boring Company, the Elon Musk Boring Company, uh, you can actually pre-order. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's still a couple of thousand left. You can pre-order uh, your very own boring company, Flamethrower. Sorry. He is, he is either our modern-day Lex Luthor or our modern-day Tony Stark. I haven't decided which one he is. Boys. Hmm. I was going to say he's our Tesla, but Tesla died broken and no one knew his name. <laughs> Elon Musk yeah, has a shit plastered. He's Tony Stark. Elon Musk has his name fucking plastered everywhere. <laughs> no, wait. He is evil Tony Stark. Clean shaven. He is evil Tony Stark. Okay, yep. I got about like four minutes. <laughs> Uh, okay, we'll save uh, those other stories for later. The fucking drunken German clock and uh, the CIA crypto cipher. Save that for next time. Yeah, I'm interested to hear about that, but I want to. I want to have enough time to actually go through that entire story. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on this excellent episode i don't know what we're gonna name it if you want to help us out feel free to uh tweet us an episode name and uh if it makes me laugh i'll go with it i might tweak it <laughs> i think i think for now we can we can probably call it the uh the uh the, the german flame german flamethrower solution Ooh. <laughs> german flamethrower solution hmm Somehow want to throw electric boogie in there. Maybe not <laughs> boogie, but well, whatever. I can let you play with it. Anyway, yes, yes. I'm JD the Media Jack. You can follow me all over social media: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. And uh, thanks again for letting me be part of your podcast, Eli. Thank you for coming out as always. It is a pleasure. Thank you all for joining us. Again, uh, you can find us uh, on the website, wtfatta.blogspot.com. You can email us, wtfattapodcast.gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at WTFATTA. You can find us on Facebook at the WTFATTA podcast. Uh, find us on YouTube if you're not already watching us uh, there. If you found us on iTunes, uh, come on over to YouTube, check it out, go to the website. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you got suggestions for the cast pages, so on and so forth. And if you go to the cast page, don't forget. You can click on it, flip it over, and there's a list of all the episodes right there that that guest or host was part of. Make it nice and easy for folks. Anyways, thank you all for coming. We'll see you next time. <laughs>